whatever it takes I know I can make it through A Degrassi Podcast With Kelsey and Holland too I know I can make it through Hi, and welcome to Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we're talking about season 12, episodes 17 and 18, Sabotage. And Kelsey, will you please read us the episode summary? Sure. Claire writes an article that stirs up trouble at school and makes her new enemy, Mike Dallas. <laughs> I mean, barely. I don't, it's yeah. barely about that. That's what part one's description is? Yep. That's it. That was the whole thing. It was one sentence. Does that happen in part one? No. Okay. <laughs> That's why I was like, wow. I'm like, what happened in part two? Like, I feel like a lot must have happened if that was part one. Um, yeah, not not really, but okay. Um, the episode is called Sabotage, which is a 1994 Beastie Boys song. It's a really good song. Good song. Um... And I guess... I think it applies, actually. Yeah. Because Dallas is trying to sabotage Claire. Claire's trying to sabotage Dallas. She's also trying to sabotage Asher. It's a... All the saboteurs. Dave and Allie sabotage their relationship. (laughs) God bless. It's over. God. It's over. Christ. Drew makes a decision at the end of this episode that sabotages any sanity left inside of his tiny little brain. Seriously? Jesus. Oh my... We will get to that, but like... I... I, I have no... I don't... Maybe... I'm, I have no words. Okay. Me neither. Let's um, get into it. The, <laughs> the episode starts with Claire's bummer internship presentation. Oh, it's real sad. And and complete with a creepy ass flashback to yep. like the the car situation. The car assault. And Miss O was just like, "Sorry, what did you learn from your internship? Like what did your mentor teach you?" And Claire says, "Nobody will believe your story unless you have facts to back it up." And it's real sad. It's, but it's a hell of a way to spin that. So mm-hmm. Also, does Miss O know that she was kicked out of her no. internship? Does nobody know nobody that? Nobody knows. Wouldn't they contact the school if right? that happened? That's what I was thinking. It doesn't make any sense to I me. I don't. I don't understand. And then uh, we find out via a conversation between Claire and Allie that she's trying to track down other victims. Right. Um. And But Allie or says... former interns yeah. who she hopes are also... Or is suspects might also be victims. Yeah. Um, but Allie says something about like Claire being like obsessive and reckless and she says, This isn't like you, Claire. And I was like, No, this is exactly this like is Claire. Very Claire. This is Claire to a T. Also, Eli still doesn't know and she's still pretending to him that she's going to her co op internship and it's ridiculous. It's insane. Um and then yeah, no, it's <laughs> depressing um and then we're with drew who just appears at the school even though he dropped out yeah in like bianca's science class and i don't know why she's lab partners with owen i don't know why anyone is still allowing owen to like hang out with them because owen's the worst owen is the worst um and drew wants bianca to like skip school the next day to go to like a pistons game or something i don't know and she's like, sorry, bro, I have school, I have a test this week, and I can't do that. Which I think is valid. Do we want to do fashion police? Yes. Because I like her baseball tee here. Um, I liked Allie's heels, even though they are stilettos and not practical for school. I liked her purple dress that she was wearing. Um, I'm back on board for Katie's hair and her plaid shirt I'm never, vibes. I'm never on board for Katie's hair, but the plaid shirt is like... Really appealing to Jake, I'm sure. You know that boy Tristan the wears a fedora again that I was not on board for. Uh, I liked Tori's dress for the West Drive audition, as well as Audra's coat. Very pink. <laughs> I liked Eli's like gray and black suit look. It looked very good. Um, 
Bianca wears a purple leather jacket at the end. And uh, that's all that I got. Fiona wears a yellow jacket at her party that I did not enjoy. Oh, I think Fiona wears a tiara at her party. She does. Even so does Imogen. it's a surprise party for somebody else. Well, yeah, but it's it's Fiona. I know. So, <laughs> um, and I liked Dave's pink shirt and blazer combo. Um, my friend took my notes for me for some of this. And one of the things just says, his coat has dumb spikes. I'm assuming this is Drew's motorcycle jacket. Maybe, because I don't think Eli wears anything spiky. Nope. And just no context. His coat has dumb spikes. I don't know. I barely wrote any notes about Drew's situation. Let's be real. Um, I don't know. That's all that I got, though. Oh, true thing. And you can, like, see him getting jealous of, like, Bianca and Owen hanging out. He's like, I feel left out. I think he, I don't think he's jealous of Owen. I think he's just jealous because he's doesn't go to school anymore. And he's like not in the loop because he used to be Mr. Popular. Yeah. And now he like doesn't know what's going on with his friends because he's working at the fucking mall. Although Owen is gross and does say, I'll take care of your girl for you while you're away, bro. Yeah, he's disgusting. Ugh, fuck Owen. Um... But then we're with Claire, who like is hanging out in like some like a storage closet. Yeah, what which, is it? I don't know. Storage I room. I didn't know it existed. It's it. It has like chairs in there. It has room it looks, of requirement vibes. Maybe, I'm just saying. It's like like maybe where like all the old theater props go. Like I don't know why there would be like a couch in there. Otherwise, unclear. I have no idea. Um. And also, it's apparently where Dallas and his hockey bros go to hang out and drink beer at 11 o'clock in the morning. Which sounds, frankly, like a problem and also gross. No. And then, okay, so at one point, like, the bros come in while Claire's hiding and, like, gross Luke is there and someone's talking to him about, like, oh, you're going to get with that blonde, blah. And I'm like, who's the blonde? Jenna? Are we still, is that still a thing? What's going on? I don't know. I feel like it's still a thing. And then they're like, ooh, Claire, you want a drink? And Dallas is like, leave her alone, guys. Which I was like, oh, hey, Dallas is against peer pressure for this one moment. (laughs) In this one particular (laughs) and only instance. (laughs) Dallas, I am back and forth about Dallas constantly. Very, very back and forth about Dallas. frankly, whiplash. It's like one step forward, two steps back. Um, And then Claire like suddenly gets an idea and is like sorry i've got a bigger chauvinist pig to roast bye oh no it's because some a former intern calls her yeah to talk and she's actually gonna meet up with her and agrees to like go meet up yeah and she's like bye um which and- i have a question about that actually because she so when so all of these other people just flat out said no to meeting up with her for no reason or Maybe she led with, like, I want to talk about Asher and how he might have a problem or I don't know. But when we later on, we hear that Claire, like, lied about why she was wanted to talk to this intern. So maybe she didn't lie before and didn't get anywhere. So when she did lie, she was like, oh, maybe I can bring it up organically. And then <laughs> Claire's an idiot. <laughs> um, but I don't that's all speculation. I have no idea, though. Yeah. Um, I feel like that makes sense though or maybe they knew who she was like this other intern eventually learns about who she was we're gonna have to unpack that because what yeah um but then we're at musical rehearsal and i'm really excited for this play to happen i'm pretty sure it happens in the next episode i'm ready can i I just say their duet was fucking beautiful it was amazing but tristan wants to save the kissing for the stage I think he calls it Drew, like, kissy face or something. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 yeah, um, that's, I'm pretty sure that's right. I feel like this is going to be, like, a thing, because I feel like it would be his first kiss, which is maybe yeah. why he doesn't He's, want to yeah. do it in rehearsal. I think that's definitely I true. I think it's going to be, like, a C-plot later. Yeah, or next time. Yeah. I'm, I, like, I'm pretty sure that the next episode is a play. All right. But either the next episode or the episode after that. I don't really know. Um, it has to happen soon. I'm ready for it. Um, but then we learn that Pizza So Pizza is holding a contest to for someone to win a guest role on West Drive. I can't, I can't imagine a pizza place in Toronto being great. I mean, I have no idea. Mm. I don't know. Is there a Toronto-style pizza? Maybe. Could be. Maybe we'll learn because we're going in September. Yeah, we are. Um, I don't know. 
I feel like there, it has to be better in like a city than like not a city though, right? Probably. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm just excited that we're talking about West Drive again. Yeah. Um, it's very exciting. And Tristan, Drew, and Tori are, or not Drew, Dave and Tori are all very excited and are totally going to go and audition. Of course. Um, but then we're with Claire, who's interviewing the former intern. Who, by the way, is very pretty. Yeah. And she, she apparently, like, works at some cool place that I forget. And she's like, well, a recommendation letter from Asher. What's his face? What? What's his fuck? Is that right? <laughs> yeah, what's his fuck? <laughs> Gets Which, you. I forgot that I'm using. Opens again. a lot of doors. You say you're going to use a lot of things down the line, and then always listen, forget about. It. <laughs> listen, this morning I was having a conversation where we decided we were going to bring back that's hot to the point where I went to the nail salon and I got nail polish called that's hot. It's oh very my god, pink. it's the pink. It's very Paris Hilton. It is. Um, but. Yeah, and then Claire is like, well, did you ever any of your problems with him, like, sexual harassment? It's, like, not subtle at it's all. It's not. She's, like, at first, like... She kind of dives right into it. I, she, like, she dips her toe once, and the intern is like, huh? And then she's like, boom. Let's dive right in. Yeah. And, yeah, I don't know. And then the intern's like, wait, you're Claire Edwards. I'm leaving. Bye. Which, I guess she's <laughs> famous now? Yeah. For her freak out? I have no idea. I don't know. This all smells like everybody's signing NDAs. Yeah. I don't know how, like, former interns would have heard about that, though. Unless right. I guess they, unless I guess maybe they keep in touch with people from yeah. there. And they told them. But, like, I still find that very strange. I thought it was super weird. Um. Also, like, I don't keep in touch with any of my former interns. No. The I have I have one I think former I had one intern. that tried to add me on LinkedIn and I was like, okay. <laughs> I didn't work directly with you, but okay. I have like one who once in a while will like reach out about a recommendation, which I'm like which that's like more fine. than appropriate. Yeah. She was a great intern. Um but yeah, I'm like it's weird. It's just a weird move. Yeah, it's not great. Also, I still hate how like everyone is treating Claire like a crazy person. Because it's very much like the women are not believing the other women. And I don't like it. I do not care for that at all. But also it was a different. I mean, it was barely a different time. But But I feel like. like, Honestly, pre like last fall was a different time. Yeah. Um, Or and especially like pre Cosby was a different time. Pre 2016 even. Well, I mean, I think. Pre when everyone found like decided to care about what Cosby was doing, which I think was 2016. Anyway, yeah, I think 2015 or 2016, one of those. Maybe it was 2015. I, I can't. I worked remember. at Topic still. Yeah, so then it was definitely 2015. Um, but anyway, then we we're back at school and Claire is talking to Allie about it, and Allie's like, "Hey, you should still tell. You need to tell at Eli about this. It's crazy." And also, Ms. O. And Claire's like, I can't. I don't know. And then Allie says he'll be even more upset. Like, Claire's like, he's going to be so mad at me, like, when he finds out. And she's like, he's going to be even more upset if he finds out that you've lied about this. And I was like, thank you, Allie. Seriously. Fucking Claire. Come Seriously. on. Um, but then, and Dallas is, like, witnessing her meltdown and in the hallway, like Claire, like throws something dramatically into to the garb. Oh no, she opens her locker and she sees like the poster of her internship, like presentation, and yeah. she like rips it up and throws it in the garbage. She has mini meltdown, and, and Dallas, Dallas like comes this. over to check in on her, which is kind of nice of him, and offers and then, her a beer, and then yeah, he'll ruin it later. And I was like, ew, this is giving me like Jay corrupting Emma vibes a yeah, little bit, a like, little bit, not like. The sexual chemistry aspect of it. No, because like, fireworks. Like, but <laughs> God, can we just rewatch Secret? Yes. Oh, that episode is so good. He gave me a social disease. Jay looked so good in that episode. I know. Just like, like dirty hot though. Yeah. Yeah. But like he was, but he wore like those like really nice like Henley shirts or something. Yeah. I think. I don't know, man. They really like 
un- yeah, they took the hat off of him. They did. And they were like, guess what, guys? He's actually cute. We were just hiding him under all this garbage. <laughs> so now we're going to let you know he's actually cute so you can believe why Emma would fall into this. Yeah. Like, we need to remind you that he is Mike Lobel and he is not just the vending machine vandal. <laughs> Candy bandit. Candy bandit. <laughs> Oh, God, I miss those guys. I miss Jay. Uh, I miss Jay, too. Um, But then we are with Drew, and he's feeling left out. He's at work in the kiosk, and he's like, I feel left out. And the oh, kiosk no. guy continues to be an idiot. And, the and kiosk Drew guy continues to be an idiot. Is telling that kiosk guy is telling Drew that he needs to spoil Bianca now that he has all this cash money from working at this mall kiosk. Which is baffling to me on several levels because he works at a mall kiosk. How is he making any money? Also, I'm confused about what the mall kiosk sells. I know phones. (laughs) I know phones as part of it. But later on, as we see, he like picks up a ring. I'm like, do they also sell jewelry where did he get that <laughs> do they also sell bank accounts because drew also had like a card I later have, i like i don't what? understand the function of this kiosk I and don't, what they sell i don't know but the kiosk guy says that drew should spoil bianca by either buying her a motorcycle a hovercraft or a pony and drew which actually did make me laugh a little um where where the fuck i lost my note oh he's like Wait, why are you stuck on modes of transportation? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's a valid point. Um, but he's just like putting a little seed in Drew's head. And then we're in English class with Dave and Allie. And of course, they're reading Wuthering Heights. And Allie hates it. Because it sucks. It's boring. Um, and Dave is feeling abandoned because Allie's way too busy. But let's be real. Dave, she told you up front she's going to be way too busy. And... You guys were already kind of broken up when she made this decision or you broke up because she made this decision, but then you wanted her back and she's like, all right, well, I'm just going to let you know now. Like, I don't have, I don't really have time for this, but if you want to make it work, we can try, but it's going to be on these terms because I'm busy as fuck and I'm graduating early and And Dave is still all whiny about it. Yeah, because he's still Dave. Yeah. And, but yeah, he's like, I'm going to the mall later. Um... Maybe I'll call you after and we can hang out or something. And Gally's like, okay, just call me. Whatever. Bye. Yeah. (laughs) Going back to reading my book. She has grown so much. And Dave is still king of the idiots. Yes. I'm I'm very proud of Allie and her new focus and how she's not like all like overreacting and boy crazy. Like you. You do you, girl. She's got bigger fish to fry, man. Um, She's going to MIT. (laughs) A year on, early. On a full ride. Doing like a research grant um, to cure cancer. Like literally. <laughs> okay. Um, but then we are back in like the storage room place and Claire is drunk and is venting to Dallas about the whole Asher situation. Um, and she tells him that she hasn't told Eli yet. And then Dallas tries to make a move on her. And I was like... Dude, she literally just told you about how she was, like, yeah. sexually harassed by her Ser- boss. Like if, and you think this is an open ev- invitation for you to hit on her? What the fuck? If there is anything less of, like, a time to do that, it is then. And Claire is also like, what are you doing? What the fuck are you... I, I have a boyfriend. Like, what do you... And Dallas is like, you invited me to the storage room. And you get drunk of one beer. And you, like, talk to me. and It's like... He gets all indignant and rejected, and it's annoying. It's ridiculous. And he, but his thing is like, you kicked off your shoes. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, sorry. <laughs> well, by all means. <laughs> <laughs> that, if that's not a sure sign for sex, then I don't know what is. Um, but then drunk Claire stumbles away, doesn't put her shoes back on, and like runs into PDA Katie and Jake. And they're like, why do you, uh, why don't you have shoes on? And why do you smell like beer? And they're like, what's going on with you, Claire? You are clearly spiraling. And then she tells them about Dallas. And they're like, eh, well, he trashed the garden we made. And Claire's like, my journalism senses are tingling. I'm going to interview them. And we're going to catch Dallas for this. 
and we'll find eyewitnesses and it'll be a great piece of journalism and it won't get us in trouble at all. <laughs> <laughs> there will be no repercussions for this. Also, can she never ever say my journalism senses are tingling again? Because that yeah, made I me physically uncomfortable. Um, but then we're at the mall and Tori's audition song is boring. I'm sorry. It is boring, but she um, has a nice but voice. But you know what? It's better than whatever the fuck Dave does. Just, okay, first of all, Several things to unpack. One, Dave has a beautiful singing voice, which was a plot point. We've brought this up, but yeah. I feel like he, it bears repeating. There was repeating. an entire plot point about him being horrible at singing. And how he cannot sing. And how they had to use auto-tune. And they were like, spun it into like, it sounds cool. It's like T-Pain. <laughs> I forgot that T-Pain was a person. Um, so yeah, that's, that's part one. Part one is he has a lovely singing voice, which does not track with the rest of the show. Um... What the fuck was that rap? Well, he starts by singing like a Romeo and Jules song. And then he's like, hold up. And then does like, <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Okay, dude, you got fucking rap. It's and also is dancing yeah. in a way that I did not care for. And I was like, I, my notes are like, literally, what the fuck is this? Why are people cheering? He's dancing. This is terrible. What is happening? Um... But then, real quick, we cut to the loft, and Drew has bought a ginormous TV. I think it's a 3D it TV. Is. It is a 3D <laughs> um, TV. Which... To impress all of his friends. All right. And it distracts them from studying. I never understood the point of those. I just... Like an in-house 3D TV? Yeah, why? I don't like 3D at all. I don't know. I don't like 3D. Be- like, I don't need 3D because... I have to put glasses on top of my glasses, and I'm not into that. <laughs> it just makes me dizzy. Um, I just think it's mo- usually unnecessary. It's often unnecessary. Like, it's, no, I don't need it. Um, But then we're with Claire. Who is outing the hockey team and yep. their ways. Yeah, that's basically it. And Eli is like, yeah, this is going to end poorly for you. Mm-hmm. But then we're back at the mall. And somehow, Dave wins the part on West Drive with whatever the fuck he just did. I don't know how that got him a win, but it did. Clear. Also, all the finalists get a year of free pizza, which (laughs) seems like a nice backup price. And Dave wins, and then they all immediately go get pizza. And I'm like, wait, you don't need to, like, talk to them figure out the details of your role like I feel like you can't just be like yeah I won and then like walk away with your <laughs> friends and go get pizza <laughs> really like, that's not how that works <laughs> like I feel like you need to get the details yeah at um, least exchange information because they're not even calling you by name they're calling you number 17 so yeah. I don't think they even have like your email address but then we're back and everyone's leaving Fiona's and they're like, well, we didn't get any studying done. Guess we're winging it. And then and Bianca is pissed. Bianca's pissed off and Drew is being horrible. And she's like, all right, well, time for me to pull an all nighter. And he's like, come on, no, let's hook, let's kiss and do stuff. And she's like, no, fuck that. I think that. he uses the word frisky, which again, did yeah, not I care did not for. like that. And he's still wearing this, the 3D glasses. Yeah, there's like... Oh, good. Take me. Take me while you wear your 3D glasses. Is he wearing the 3D glasses the whole fight? And then she leaves and he, like, throws them off dramatically? Yes. So then they get into a fight and she wants him to go back to school and she's worried about him. And she's like, well, Audra says. And he's like, Audra says, you're talking to my mom behind my back. I can do what I want. Fuck this. I don't know. And then she storms out. He's a child. I hate him. Um, also, can I just say that his lips are the exact same color as his face? <laughs> Especially in this one scene, they just like blend in. Yeah. It's incredible. I don't know, uh, man. He is, I'm like, how, how is this? He looks a lot better now. Yeah. Like, uh, what's her face? Annie Clark posted a whole Instagram story last weekend. That I think Sean Quigley sent us. Yeah, in, he did. On Instagram. Shout out Sean her, Quigley. The girl plays Imogen, Drew, I feel like Jenna. Jenna was there. They were all like on like a lake trip, it looked like. And they all looked like they were having a ball. And they all looked great. They did all look great. Drew's got like a little longer hair now. Yeah. Luke, whatever the fuck his name is in real life. I don't know. I don't know. But then we're with Mr. Simpson and... Who was apologizing to Dallas again. Simpson is pissed about the article. Um, 
And and he's like, you have no proof. And she's like, I have eyewitnesses of two people who don't like him and yeah. photos <laughs> that don't include anyone in the article. Yeah. Um, but then and then like I feel like something happened. Someone brings up like the storage room. Well, they're talking about the beer and she's like, I have like I'm I saw them drinking beer. Yeah. On school property. And Dallas is like, you were drinking it, too. And then Simpson's like, oh, so you admit that there was beer on school property. And Dallas is like, damn it. And he's like, yeah, but I didn't do the garden. And Snake is like, um, reasonable, reasonable doubt. <laughs> and Dallas is like, well, shucks. Well, fuck. And so he did get in trouble, but then Claire also gets in trouble. And I was like, haha, Simpson is smarter than both of you, you dummies. They're just made of dumb. They're and so I hate stupid. it. Um, but then we're with Drew, who, who bought a motorcycle. A motorcycle. And like fucking ding dong. Does he call Bianca or leave her a message? And he's like, I got my M1 license today, and I have a motorcycle. And I'm like, can you get your motorcycle license in a day? I don't think you can. I feel like that's not true. And then the cops pull him over. Um, Which I didn't understand that because he wasn't driving. He like took his helmet off and everything. He was maybe he was over. going fast before he pulled over. I don't know. Maybe no idea. Um, but then Dallas confronts Claire in the hallway and is like, "Our entire starting line has detention for three weeks. We had to all miss three games, and our best whatever guy is already injured. Like you totally screwed our season." And I was like, oh, boohoo. Now I have to be held accountable for your actions. And Claire <laughs> uh, has to come clean. And now he and then uh, Dallas keeps like hinting about like, oh, well, I bet your boyfriend would like to know like some things or something like yeah. that. Claire, how about you don't tell your secrets to someone that you plan on fucking over later? Yeah. And Eli's like, what's going on? What's going on? And I was like. Great. Now Claire has to come clean to Eli about Asher and except she lies about it like a Just, lying liar. She straight up lies right to his little face. I don't remember. He's like, she's like, I got fired because Asher didn't think I was a good writer. Oh, no. And that's the end of part one. And then part two. Eli like has people gathered like in front of the playroom like wait are we gonna get to see the play and he's like we're planning a surprise party and I was like god damn it so we're planning a surprise party for Claire's 17th birthday party and he's making Fiona plan it at her loft um but then we're with Tristan and Tori and Dave and Tristan and Tori are like oh my god you're on West Drive are you gonna meet Brock Langley or something I don't know Unclear. And but apparently he is what did she say? She called him some weird adjective for hot. I have no idea. And then Firthy. You. Yeah. Oh like Colin like Colin Firth. Firth yeah. The, the Firthy sounds not like a hot name. Nope. Or a hot adjective. Nope. That's why I said weird adjective for hot. <laughs> okay. Um, but then he like tells Allie and she's like, oh yeah, that's awesome. Good job. And she's like, does not give a fuck that you didn't call her. Didn't he's like, no, oh, I'm sorry. I kind of ditched you. And she's like, oh no, it's fine. Like I was doing my homework. Like whatever. It's okay. I've had shit to get done. I and don't really And he care. is not about that. And she's then he very starts upset. talking to Adam about like, you know, how in Romeo and Juliet, they fake their death and la la la. And Adam's like, uh-huh. And it's caused all these problems. And Dave is like, I need to do something catch Allie's attention or love or something like that yeah, Adam. Adam's like if it's not working maybe you guys should break up and Dave's like but I love her which this is stupid this and is Adam so dumb also says I think after Dave starts talking about like faking deaths or something Adam's like you've been spending way too much time with Eli yeah <laughs> he like says something like poetic kind yeah. of like like an attempt at like being poetic but and Dave yeah. is like Dave we need Dave. to get our spark back. And I'm like, oh boy. All right, Dave. This is the beginning of the end. Um, and then Drew's mom is here. Where are they? Is she They're, at his? She's at the loft. loft. She's here because Drew's an idiot. And yeah, because the cops called her when he got pulled over because he's a minor. Yeah. And he gets all mad at her and is like, eh, "You and Bianca are talking about me. You're influencing her against me." And Audra's like, um, she has her own mind. Uh, if she's mad at you, it's probably because you did something stupid. Um, and she wants him to move home and quit all this bullshit. And I think she, like, 
lays out a pretty compelling argument that actually makes Drew think about it. Um, but then we're with Claire, who's bumming out and lashing out. And I don't know what she says to Eli, but she says something. Or he says something to her that makes her mad, and she storms off. And... He's like, a party won't make up for what I just said. I need to do something better. And Adam's like, well, what'd you get for a present? He's like, I'm planning our party. And he's like, okay, but what are you getting her for a present? (laughs) Yeah. But see, I I understand that logic. But also, I'm like, if you're spending money on planning a party, can't that be the entire present? Yeah. Parties are expensive if you're, like, throwing a party and not just, like, going to a place. That's true. Um, But the surprise party is, like... It's both, like, you spend the money and also, like, the thought behind it. Like, that's very sweet. Like, if someone threw me a surprise party, I'd be like, no, don't don't buy me a thing also. If someone threw me a surprise party, I would expect a gift because that is not a gift in my eyes. <laughs> we are different humans. Also, if I throw you a surprise, surprise party. Surprise! Social interaction with so many different people. That is super fair. <laughs> yeah, we are different. Okay. <laughs> All your different friend groups blending together. It's going to stress you out and you're going to feel like you have to manage it. <laughs> that's what I see. Yep, that sounds exactly correct. <laughs> Okay, uh, no, never throw on the surprise party. Don't throw me a surprise party, please. Uh, me, God. on the other hand, I don't even like. It. I don't even really like having like non-surprise birthday parties. <laughs> it always stresses me out. Um, but anyway, I he's like, birthday. well, I'll have, maybe I can go talk to Asher and get her her internship back. That's why she's so sad right now. Oh, boy. which is like, it's. Like it's noble, but it's too much. But it's too much. It's a lot. Even though he doesn't know, it's too much. It's overstepping, no matter what. Yeah. But it's just especially bad. But it's especially bad because Claire has still not told him what's going on. Yep. Um. But he goes there, like wearing his little suit outfit, (laughs) and he's like, "Hey, so he's talking to Asher, and he's like." Bringing up how, like, oh, I know it would really mean a lot to Claire if she could get her internship back. And Asher's like, oh, you don't know, do you? Claire's in love with me and obsessed with me. And we had to, and that's why she was fired or, like, something like that. And it's horrible and annoying and I hate it. But then we're with Fiona and Drew. And Fiona's telling Drew not to go to... Oh, we're at the mall. And Fiona tells Drew not to go to the party because Katie and Jake are going to be there. And he's like, okay, fine, whatever, I won't go. And then he tells her that, oh, and actually, I might not even live there for much longer anyway. Because I might move in back with... I might move back in with my mom. And then Fiona starts convincing him to not do that. Yeah. She's like, if people are going to take you seriously, like, like you do your own thing, something, something, something. Don't give up. What? Which is bad advice. Bad advice because Drew's an idiot. But also, let's be fair. Drew was not doing big things regardless because Drew's an idiot. Yeah. But, like, yeah, it would be one thing if it was, like, he was actually doing something with his life. But he's working at a goddamn mall kiosk. Like, at a kiosk. I don't know, man. And unclear about what the kiosk what does or what they sell mall kiosks. Um, and then... We are with Dallas, who's like... Oh, I forgot a fashion note. Oh, yeah, note. Dallas overhears this and is like, oh, so Claire's having a party? Oh, we're great friends. I should go to I that. I think he literally says BFFs. Yeah. <laughs> we're like BFFs. Okay, Dallas, this is... But, but Drew is stupid, so he's like, oh, that sounds like, great. Oh, I'm really out of the loop. <laughs> that sounds correct. Um... And this then, doesn't feel like a half-assed revenge plot. And then this is when Drew picks up the ring. And I'm like, yeah. oh, no. Again, what the oh, fuck no. do they sell at this kiosk? Is it from the kiosk? Did you have it from before? What is going on? Um, I, unclear. But um, his work outfit makes him look like he works at a Nathan's. So. <laughs> oh, my God. Without the hat, I guess. Yeah. Um, but then we're at the party, and Eli shows up a little bit late, and he is, like, shell-shocked and yeah, like, doesn't know what to do. Also, why did he believe Asher over... I mean, he does I don't say think I have he to... Does. I he think, says I have to talk to Claire. Yeah, he's just he just got hit with, like, a bomb of information that sounds insane. But also, Claire and Eli are both insane. Yeah, so. I, don't, I don't think that Eli really believed it. I think he was just like, that's weird information to get. I need to talk to Claire about this, but she's not talking to me about this. I'm very confused what's going on. Um, and then 
Imogen's trying to get a confetti cannon to go off, and I was like, I bet you that confetti cannon is going to go off during, like, an inconvenient moment because it's not going to start here. And I was right. I thought it was going to go off. With, I thought Eli and Claire were going to have, like, a big confrontation about this whole thing. And, and then, I, the and then it would go, go off. off. But it doesn't go off for that because they actually have a very nice chat later. But it does go off during a different kind of confrontation. So I'm going to count that as, like, my prediction being correct. I wrote it down right here. Um, and then... And then Claire gets there with Allie and she's surprised and she's so happy and she's like, oh, thank you, Eli. I love you. It's actually very sweet because she does seem like she's actually like genuinely happy about the party. Yeah. And which is apparently shocking for you (laughs) and unrelatable. (laughs) And then Claire and then Eli's like, "Um, what's going on? I talked to Asher today. La la la. What's going on? And he's like, tell me it's not true. And Claire's like freaking out and runs away and or you know but before she runs away i think dallas is there and he's like eh, there are things your boyfriend doesn't know la 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 she he keeps like poking at her but he never actually like says anything no the thing just, is he, he loves to just dangle it around yeah. i know he still keeps the secret for her he just Which likes like, torturing her with the fact that he knows it again with dallas it's like whiplash yeah I like don't know where I stand and how I feel she about is him. traumatized and this is very hard to watch and she this is when she runs away and Eli is like I don't know what's going on with her and Allie is trying to like talk him down and she's like you need to talk to her and he's like she won't talk to me and she's like make her talk to you she's going through a lot right now like you need to like make her tell you what's going on um and then we're with Drew and he brings Fiona aside at the mall, and this is, I thought he was going to propose here. I was like, Drew, you dummy, you're in a goddamn high school, and she wants to, I was, I literally stopped writing, she wants to, and I was like, oh, he wants to open a joint savings account with her? What's Which, going on? Okay, um, also, don't propose at the mall. Well, he didn't. I know he didn't, <laughs> but it looked like he was. It looked was like, like he was about to propose I was at like, the mall. is this idiot going to propose at the mall? Like, and he's going to sell the motorcycle. And it seems like they're Thank opening God. up a joint savings account and they're, like, going to help save for her college, which was very sweet. It's a nice gesture, but, like... But still, like, a joint savings account when you're in high school weird. is still kind of weird. It's weird. Also, Although, how, how expensive... Be real, they've gone through a lot of grown-up shit together. That's true. For a while, they, they were just on an entirely different literally show. literally <laughs> murdered a she man for him. literally killed a guy. Um, <laughs> also... How expensive is college in Canada? Because he's like, yeah, we'll save up for six months for you to go to university. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's more. Maybe they do. They have better like public education there. Um, I would believe that. Yeah. But then we are with Dave and we're at the party and Dave sees Katie and Jake being disgusting and he thinks their PDA is sweet. And Allie's like, ew, what? Which, same, girl. Um, and I feel like, I guess I don't talk about things yet. Because then we're with Claire. And she te- finally fucking tells Eli about what happened. And she's like, I did everything wrong. Like, I should have reported to the police. I should have yep. la la la. I should have yep. done this. I should have done that. And it's like, you didn't do anything wrong, Claire. No. This Fuck face but, is the one who did but something she wrong. she should have at least told Ms. O. Come on. I mean, she should have told someone, but at that at the point where, yeah, she should have told people, but it's also like this no, kind I don't, of shit I don't, could I have don't been. mean to victim blame at all. Yeah. Um, but also. But also, Claire. it's still, it's not too late to tell people these things. Come on. Um, but I understand that you're up against like, a predatory pig in a patriarchal society that protects him from this shit because he's in a place of power. I'm not and... saying that it would have worked, but no, I, I know. but but I think that it would have been helpful for her, like processing. Yeah, to at least feel like she had done something. Um, and Miss O would have been on her side. Yeah, and Eli understands, and he's like that. He like he understands, and they have a very nice conversation. Um. Oh wait, no. I guess we totally skipped over. Allie and Dave broke up at the party. Oh, no, right? we're not there yet. Oh, it's not there yet? Nope. I don't think so. I don't know. I say, yay, Eli understands. And then my next note is, okay, you know what I'm confused about? 
we hop back and forth from Eli, like the party, which I thought took place at nighttime. And then Drew and Bianca are like in the daytime in a forest. Yeah. And I'm confused about the timeline here. I didn't, it didn't even occur to me, but yeah, what the fuck? Because I thought, yeah, because then we're with Bianca, who's riding the bike. I think they just can't afford night shoots. Before it goes, before they sell it. And then this is when the bullshit happens. We're in like the woods. Bianca just like rode a motorcycle and Drew starts proposing to her. And I was like, this is stupid. Don't do this. And she and says, she's, yes. yes. What the fuck? And then all this like happy, cherry, like, like inspirational music is playing. And I'm like, no music. You no. can't manipulate me into thinking this is a good idea no. this time. I know that this is a bad <laughs> idea. They are not Nathan and Haley from One Tree Hill. I do not support this. <laughs> Second bid to all counts, especially Nathan and Haley. Like, oh, but so stupid. If anyone was going to stupidly get married in high school, Nathan and Haley. It's they were so great. Stupid. It's so like, dumb. Why? Why? Why do you think that you're if you're not mature enough to live on your own, you're dropped out of school, you're working in a mall kiosk, you think you're doing better because you decide to open a joint savings account with your girlfriend, and now you're like, yeah, time to get married. Insane. Totally. In how insane. how do you think you are ready for this? Well, we know I, Drew's sh- stupid. I mean, oh, Drew is so like the stupid. dumbest. Oh, he's so stupid. I don't he's understand. He's like Casey dumb, but dumber. Because Casey was secret smart. Mm. See, Casey was at least book smart and could like like fend for himself in the world to like feed himself. <laughs> he could, I mean, just barely, but he did it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And then we're back at the party and Dallas is like causing all this ruckus and then a fucking fight breaks out. And it's amazing. And it's amazing. I think Katie at one point punches him and then she and Claire like have a high five moment yep. that I really liked. It's good. And Eli then, punches him in the face. Yeah. Um, what's his name? Jake punches Luke in the face. And I just I would love to just watch like a compilation of like. Luke I'll, getting punched yes. in the face repeatedly. <laughs> it's like that one, or it's like that uh, Game of Thrones uh, loop of Tyrion slapping Joffrey in the face, yes. like over and over. It is again. equally satisfying. Yeah. Um, and it's then, just got a punchable and then face. this, and then the confetti cannon finally goes, which off I enjoyed, and breaks up the fight. And then Fiona's like, "Get the fuck out of my house!" And then, and then Tala says, "See everyone at school," and then leaves. <laughs> Which I thought was a really <laughs> weird parting line. <laughs> I'm like, what? It's, it's a fun choice, is really what it is. I mean, it's a jazzy ending. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, it's true, but... Also, how did Eli and Jake manage to beat up a hockey team? <laughs> I don't know. I don't they're, know. They're Eli and Jake, and it's a hockey team. They did have Katie help. <laughs> yeah. I mean, she does. She can kick, so. Um, and then, finally, Dave and Allie. Dave, like, decides to break up with Allie, and he's like, we're growing apart. And she's like, it's not always going to be an epic romance. And he's like, well, I can't settle for less than that. And I was like, what? Who are? What is happening? <laughs> It's just so unreal. Like, he has the most unrealistic expectations for In the world. In the world. He's insane. Oh, my God. He needs, like, season two Manny as a girlfriend who thinks everything is, like, rainbows and unicorns and, like, musical numbers yes. breaking out in her daydreams. Yes, that would be great. He needs that kind of girl's mentality as a girlfriend so they can just, like, live their best fairy tale life. But... I don't know if that really exists. No. Unless you're the 15-year-old girl. <laughs> also, that sounds exhausting. Yeah, no, thank you. Hard pass. That just sounds like a lot of trampled expectations at all times. And maybe you need to be more realistic, Dave. Or everything is going to be a disappointment in your life. <laughs> like, you can't be 100% like disgusting all the time. Like, just pepper it in once in a while. If that, it's kind of gross. It's disgusting. Nobody wants to hang out with you when you're like that. No. Like, no. No. Um, but they finally fucking break up, and I'm so happy. God bless. Um, it's taken, how long has it been that they've been on again, off again? Like, this whole school year, right? More than that. Because then also, we have that oh, yeah, time where Dave... summer. Where, yeah, and we had that time where Dave had a crush on her, 
And she was like, lol, no, no. Oh, my God. No, no, it's no. been like two years, maybe. Ugh. I don't know. Um, I'm still baffled by that entire relationship. Allie deserves so much better than any of the boys she has dated on this show. <laughs> um, yeah. But then we're with Claire and Eli. And Claire, of course, is like moony over Eli and how he like punched Dallas and stuff. And then Eli's like, yeah. And then, I don't know, he's like, we're going to bring Asher down together. And they're like on a fire escape. The yeah. one where she set Mr. Tuxedo Pants free. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's over. That's the episode. Spirit Squad Captain. Um, I don't know. Everyone was really dumb in this episode. Yep. Um, Katie for punching Dallas. There you go. Um, Imogen for finally getting the confetti cannon to work at the perfect moment. There we go. Ship. I mean, I don't know. Eli and Claire? Sure. Fiona and Imogen for wearing matching tiaras? Sure. Um, all right. Do we have a grapevine? I'm looking through it now. Okay, we have some emails. The first one is from Thomas. Um, and he says, Oh my God, I love the season 12 reaction so far. I have a few questions. One, what are your thoughts on Cam? Um, Cam is a sad boy and I'm worried about him. Yeah, seconded. I was going to say he's a sweet, lovely child who is clearly clinically depressed and yes. somebody help this man. I'm extremely worried about him. Because he is boy. not getting the help that he needs. Nope. Um, he doesn't have a girlfriend who understands what's going on. Nope. Um, she I'm, means well. He literally just jumped off a val- balcony. Yeah. Can someone talk to this child? I'm very worried about him. Worried he about needs, him. He needs Miss Sobe. Like now. I miss Miss Sobe. I know. Um, two, who's your OTP of this season? Maya and Cam. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I'm into that. Yeah. Um, three, if you could give any season 12 character a plot, what would it be? That's all. But anyways, love season 12 reactions. And I'm so happy you're getting close to Miles Hollingsworth, a.k.a. my problematic fave. I love a problematic fave. If um, you can give any season 12 character I want, a plot. I want to find a love interest for Tristan. Me too. Oh, my God. <laughs> right? Yes. Right? Yes. That's all I want. That's all I want for season 12. And I want Cam to get help. <laughs> Yeah, also that. We'll just bring that back around. Also that. Um, And now we have an email from Catherine. Hello, just listened to your podcast and wanted to say that puck bunny is a real phrase that is used to describe women who are more interested in the players than the game. I think it's used more in high school and college than in the NHL. But then again, I don't know any NHLers, so maybe I'm wrong. I've also heard cleat chasers used to describe women who are more interested in baseball players than the game. It's pretty gross. I just wanted to let you know Degrassi did not make that one up. The podcast is still great. Once a week is understandable. These seasons are so long. They're so long. Have a nice summer, Catherine. Thank you, Catherine. Thanks, Catherine. You guys, we've gotten a lot of really nice tweets about how you're all very supportive of our... Once a week. Once a week (laughs) until we're done with two-parters, probably. I think it's already severely improved my mental state. Me too. I'm so much more relaxed. Um, All right. We have another email from Shelby. And the subject line is, we need to talk about Emma. Um, And she says, like a lot of people, I've been binging you guys in old episodes since the I'm Upset video. When I watched Degrassi as a kid, Emma was by far my favorite character. It spoke to my tiny feminist soul when she told the boys that they shouldn't shame her for menstruation because 50% of the population did it. And then Emma became the worst. So much drama, so many bad choices. Just uh, she and Spinner deserve each other. JK, that was so weird. Three questions. (laughs) One, can Degrassi experts pin down the point Emma started to suck? Mm. I think when she... I College? Mm. Well, fully college. But Maybe I think before? she started to get kind of sucky when she went on Ooh. her Rick crusade. Mm. Before she just... Like, she got pretty sucky there. But yeah... I mean, yeah, maybe. But then she like went through a bunch of shit and she kind of got better. Yeah. But then she and then she like had anorexia and that was tough. And so she went through a bunch of other shit 
on top of the other dating shit Peter. Remember Peter. Dating Peter. Maybe actually, I think it was maybe like after Sean left for real, for good. After Sean left for the army. Oh yeah, I think that's when she started this suck. Yeah. Cause then she like, I don't know. I don't remember. I'm with you, I'm with you on I that. I think maybe then. Um, and then two. Why did the writers make her suck so hard? Because the writers, I, I don't they know. They like to hurt our feelings. They really do. Um, three, how would you compare her arc to Claire's? I feel like Claire's journey has come, like, she's maybe grown more yeah. than Emma. Like, Claire used like- to be like, I wear a scary uniform every day because... I don't care what I look like, and I love the Lord. And remember blah, blah, when blah. she loved the Lord? <laughs> <laughs> um, and she's really, really grown as a person from like her very limited worldview that she was like her freshman year to where she is now. She hers has been more of like a like a gradual growth. Yeah. Where Emma kind of started off real hot, <laughs> um, and then had a, her journey was a little more like. Topsy turvy roller coaster yeah. bumpy. Um, I mean Claire's still drama. I think Claire's more drama than Cla- than although they're both pretty oh, dramatic. Yeah. But I don't know. I feel like I don't know. I was gonna say I feel like Claire overreacts a lot more than Emma did, but I don't know if that's actually true. <laughs> no, they they both overreact the same amount. Yeah. All right. Well, I that those are all the emails that we have. If you would like to be featured on a future Grapevine segment, you can tweet at us at DegrassiPod. We you can email us, whatever it takes podcast at gmail.com. We're on Instagram at DegrassiPod. You can listen to us pretty much anywhere. But if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you could rate, review, and subscribe, that would be super cool. And if you leave us a review. We will make up a Degrassi-inspired fan fiction for you on the show. And you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at HollandTacular. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KelSucks with a Z at the end. And Holland, what do you want to recommend to the humans? Um, I'm going to recommend Sharp Objects, which is on HBO. It's based on the Gillian Flynn novel. Um, it's really good. It's about this woman. It takes place in Missouri. What up? Um, it's about this woman who goes back to her like really small hometown in the boot hill of Missouri because like one girl had previously been murdered and another one was missing and her, um, her editor assigned her to go see what was going on and report on it. But so it's kind of like a murder mystery, potential serial killer thing she's reporting on, but it's also mostly like a mystery about like what the fuck happened to her when she actually lived at home and like her past traumas to do with that. So it's really good so far. Amy Adams is amazing. Patricia Clarkson is amazing. It's really good. Um, So I recommend Sharp Objects. Only two episodes have come out or three, I guess. Nice. When this episode comes out. Um, I've done nothing but watch X-Files for two weeks. So (laughs) X-Files. There you go. It's on Hulu, guys. Um, All right. Well, that is all that we have for you guys today. Thank you, as always, to Jay for our wonderful theme song. And thank all of you for listening. Goodbye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.